It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theater, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. And Murray who I'm pretty sure could climb the pole in the film Fall in half the time it took those two ladies. Uh, yeah. What do you think, Mur? Probably not. Hey, I think you could have. I think so, too. They took a long time, Merman. Too well, It wouldn't long. take me an hour and a half. There you go. So with the introductions out of the way, oh, let's rage on. Oh, yeah. I've seen Murray climb poles, and he can do it pretty damn fast. Well, thanks to all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform. Or, even better for us, support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash filmrageyyc. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible movie that played in cinemas. And we will watch it, and we will hopefully hate it. Now, let's get to raging. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadows Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know where I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. You know what I think our listeners are most interested in knowing? Above anything else, did Murray see Thor one more time in cinemas this week? Not. Are you sure? Uh, mostly because I've grown to hate Guns N' Roses more than I have. <laughs> I don't want to ever hear their songs ever again. Aww, you have to run the radio stuff. ten times a day. But oh, you know what? He did bring his Thorgasm glass. For those listening, the sweet, dulcet, creamy voice that is the merman is quenched by Thor's glass. It's almost like drinking from Thor himself. Technically, it's a tumbler. Oh, drinking from Thor's tumbler. A mighty Thor's. Oh, okay, that's better. Much better. All right, well, what did we see in theaters if we didn't all see Thor again? I don't remember. Well, Jim, we saw bodies, bodies, bodies. Three bodies? Yeah. Bodies, bodies, bodies was conceptually adequate. As a group of friends are trapped in a house together as a storm rages outside. One of them dies and the rest try to find the killer. As mistrust and jealousy bubble to the surface, this had the makings of a decent entry in the slasher genre. The major problem here is I didn't care about any of them. I didn't care enough to want to see them survive. And I didn't care enough to want to see them die either. I truly did not care. The other major problem I had was not knowing what the heck was going on for much of it as it takes place mostly in the dark. And it was shot poorly. As your guess is as good as mine is what was taking place in these extended shots of nothing. It was not, however, all bad as Pete Davidson was amusing when he was on screen. And I kind of enjoyed Rachel Senot as Alice, a podcaster without a clue. What? She was actually really quite good. But other than these characters, this was a mess of a movie with little to offer to the genre. I was hoping that this could re-energize the slasher flick, but it instead is just a forgettable misfire. 
And, uh, oh, worst of all, I was bored to tears watching this. I almost fell asleep. I think you did, actually, because I poked you once. Nah, remember I when awake. I poked you in I, the movie theater? I remember being poked, and I believe I was, did you I was already awake. Did you enjoy it when I poked you in the movie theater? You just, you didn't, you poked me in the wrong place. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. This was not good. This was a rage. <laughs> Who would have thought? A movie about bodies? Bodies? And more bodies? Mm. Would be a rage. Hmm. Who would have thought? So I want to say Pete Davidson, as you mentioned, was the best thing in this movie. Absolutely. And that's all. That's all that needs to be said. That That's pretty much all that needs to be said, other than why is Pete Davidson not in more movies? Good, this w- good movies would be good. Yeah, good. Why doesn't he pick good movies? Okay. Yeah. This was something that could have been good, as Bryce has already mentioned. It really could have been. With a murder mystery of who done it, but instead... It was super, super painful to watch 20-somethings getting bitch fights and run around in a mansion with no lights on for an hour. The funniest thing was the closing song, which made me laugh probably for a solid five minutes, was the song I'm Bored, because that's what this movie made me also. Too many times I was shaking my head saying, what the fuck is actually happening in this movie? Things would go from dumb to stupid at pretty much at the stop of a hat or a drop of a hat. What's that expression? Something with a hat happens and it would just, all of a sudden, like nothing would make sense. And you'd be just like, okay, what just happened? Granted, everyone was drunk and stoned, but no, this film did not make any real sense. There was bodies. There were. Bodies. Yeah. Bodies. True. But this film was a rage. 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 Yes. And I have some unpacking, but let's hear what the Murr had to say. What say you, Murr, man? Yeah, Murr. What'd you think about bodies? First of bodies. all. Bodies. 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 I curse on both your houses for making me watch this. <laughs> we didn't make you. You chose to no, watch it. No, it was on the list. <laughs> yeah, but you don't always watch what's on the list. Yeah, so I didn't see the other thing on the list. <laughs> Maybe I'll stop that then. <laughs> you know how you're watching a horror film? Yes. And 15 minutes into it, you hate every single character. Yes. And you want to see them all dead. Yes. No, just me. No, no. Yes, I, me too. I load the entire cast of this crap fest. I like um, two of them. Thankfully, the most annoying character dies first. <laughs> I will leave it at that. Apparently, oh, yeah. We don't want to say who it was. No, because I don't give away spoilers. Suffice to say. About the only thing. I The only one I liked. Yeah was Lee Pace. He of the Pushing Daisies and Ronan from the MCU fame. Unfortunately, they cast him with a bunch of children. Like, he's probably pushing 40, and these are all, like, early yeah. 20-somethings. Yep. And he's, like, somebody's boyfriend that he, they met two weeks earlier. Like, whatever. Uh, apparently, they call these people Gen Z. I looked it up. Mm. Which makes them even more annoying than millennials. I literally lost interest the more I heard these superficial, obnoxious girls talk. The movie was clearly not made for me, and the ending was stupid. Super stupid. I usually love A24 stuff. Uh, This was a huge rage. So, you know what? It's funny you say that, because I I usually like A24 as well. Yeah, they make good stuff. Half a dozen of their films this year, and they are all usually pretty yeah. good. But yeah, yeah, this this was a huge. This had the makings of a Bloomhouse film. <laughs> yeah, but it was they, they needed, needed a better cast. Because didn't we didn't we actually talk not that long ago about the fact that um, Bloomhouse seems to be the only one releasing horror, horror movies, movies now? Yes, but that's true. you know maybe they should stick with the only ones to make horror movies. No, A twenty four makes quite a few of them too. But yeah, I do. guess. So, like you mentioned a really good point, Marie, was that every single character in this was unlikable. Yeah, so annoying. it's like hard to connect with any one of them when yeah. all every single one of the characters are so unlikable. You you just go, okay, so someone's going to die and do I really care I really which care one dies? It like it's yeah. you you want to at least create one character that people go, yeah, we want to root for them. But all of them, they were all deplorable. Yeah. And as you pointed out, most of the movie was shot with cell phone 
uh, flashlights. Yeah. Like, this is a mansion, supposedly, that people are rich who live there. Like, most people have emergency power of some kind, and those lights that come on whenever the, the, the power goes out. Or, here's an idea, freaking candles. Good point, Mer. Like, they get more light than the damn cell phones do. Yeah. Like, they could have done a- anything else well, so and, it wouldn't be as dark. And it, the whole thing of, you know, when you're watching, like, a slasher film, part of the the fun is somehow by accident they get separated but after the first person dies it's kind of like why would you guys all go off being stupid yeah, why would you go off like alone? It, it was just it was it, everything about it was just so so dumb like and how quickly they would switch allegiances amongst yeah. each other it was kind of like okay that didn't even make sense from the scene before it yeah right am i right bryce is falling asleep now talking about it yeah, it's like it's i don't know why we're still talking about this movie it's terrible let's just leave it at that <laughs> what are we what are we unpacking, Jim? We're unpacking that every that it was poopy, so it's poopy. Let's move on. Is there <laughs> something else you really want to bring up? Because if there is, go ahead. But if there isn't, talking this long-winded over and over again, saying how poopy the movie is, it was poopy. It just makes it more poopy. It's just poopy. So let's it's move on. It's just yelling it also. Sh- what was it? Rage. Rage! Rage! Nice. What else did we see? We this, it had to be better than that, right? Could it be? I don't know. We saw Fall or Debbie Does Danger Film. It's kind of what I'm thinking. See, that's what I, I would have seen that. Debbie, Debbie Does Danger, right? If you would have called it that, I would have gone to it. Yeah, probably. I, yeah. Well, they were climbing on a giant pole, so maybe. Okay, okay, for someone who hasn't watched this, explain to me what the hell were they doing up there in the first place, and why was nobody around to rescue them? Well, they were just climbing. Well, they were just climbing. Now, listen to this, just though, to Murray. do it. Yep. This for fun. Yeah, just, just so they're idiots then. Well, for fun and to because she, she's got like a she's got she, a she's an influencer. Self, yeah, she's an influencer oh, who does. Yeah, enough said. Debbie does danger. That's enough really said. what what she Twitter, does. Instagram morons. Yeah. So the monster that is the giant tower mm-hmm. is like every other castaway monster movie: giant shark on a shipwreck, boat giant octopus on a deep dive or any other kind of monster trying to kill our heroines. There are really a few suspenseful scenes in this. And the scenery in this is amazing. And especially knowing that the two leads in this film this on a practical effect instead of on green screens makes it just that much more intriguing. But... But the story, mm. the dialogue, mm. the physics, mm. and the fact that one of the main characters basically hadn't done anything but drink and curl up in a ball for a year, and we are to believe is strong enough to do anything, let alone climb 2,000 feet straight up, and everything else they do throughout this movie makes this hard to believe at the best of times. Like, they were basically of a a throwback to mental severe mental illness what they needed to do was a training montage before they that exactly that was what was missing from this a training montage okay well you know what i've been drunk straight for one solid year and i have done nothing but roll around on my couch so let's let's delay the trip trip for a couple of at least a couple of maybe a couple of months yeah the training of her walking to the car to drive to this place five hours away wasn't enough training for her to be able to climb this i think a training montage maybe it it could have so much better it could have made it better (laughs) the seven minutes of great suspense and cinematography on this could not make up for the fact that again every character in this movie are not anyone you want to root for. You just can't feel for them because they are stupid and got dead or caught because they're so stupid. Watch Free Solo or The Dawn Wall Mm. or for a real unforgiving monster, Mm. just watch Jaws. This film was so formula, too long, too unbelievable. Oh, and too much rage, high rage. But this giant monster was not unique or suspenseful. 
or the people likable enough to even come close to making this anything but a rage. And I do have unpacking, and we will be talking more about this. Now, what did you think? Uh, ditto. Okay, done. Now let's talk about what else. <laughs> Good enough. Uh, fall. Hmm. Not unlike the previous movie we talked about, I as well did not care about anyone in this movie. Right? Although this time, at the risk of spoiling the ending, I would have liked to see everyone die. <laughs> Pathetic characters with a dumb, needless twist between the two leads, along with some convenient occurrences that were annoying, make for a painful experience. Fall had an okay opening sequence yes. to set it up, followed by a lot of nothing. And most importantly, I did not buy much of this. I did not buy that this lead character would take this trip. I did not buy that she would be in the condition to to do what she needed yeah, to do anything. in this Yeah, anything. There's trip. no possible way. I didn't buy the friendship or the father-daughter relationship or the fact that they climbed this tower without doing any research or that they could not... This was one I, I just, I, I didn't buy that, you know, she could fight off a vulture as weak as she was and that she could rip it apart and eat it with her hands. At the very least, they should have shown her gnawing at it with her teeth. Like she just reached yeah. them and like was pulling Plucking stuff feathers, out. I don't yeah. understand. Mm -hmm. I could maybe buy her ripping it open with her teeth. Maybe. But even that would be a stretch. But she didn't do that. <laughs> also, they showed a body bag towards the end that seemed to have a body in it. From that height, there would be no body left. Just a gooey splatter, which would have left, uh, would be left. Which also makes me think that the device that she put in her probably would not have survived the fall either. Oh, yeah, but... Yeah, oh, you're right. Because she was right. Okay, yeah. But in their version where the body doesn't just go splatter which yeah. it would have from that height yeah, like there'd yeah. be nothing but a bloody a stain. stain yeah but in their version apparently there was a body to put in the body bag so i suppose that device maybe we missed the shovel would scene. have which i don't understand how that all works anyways how does that is that how it works you don't have any reception then you get to where there is reception and then stuff automatically happens i don't yeah you can be out of signal range because you're you too just, high so and then when you get closer to the signal but i, I thought that was like that. A, a tower but yeah. yeah anyways i hated this film it was poorly written poorly acted poorly executed and wasted my time this was a towering rage a towering pole rage that must have been an awesome night for you guys. You know what? It was kind of fun. <laughs> the, the two of us together yes. seeing movies that we raged to. Bodies, 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 bodies. Fall double feature. Okay, so, okay, now comes the tough question. Yes. What was better? Or what was worse? Either one. I don't care. <sighs> I got no joy from fall. Like, none. Yeah. I know you saw some suspense. I saw there. seven minutes of okay. I guess the opening sequence wasn't the worst. And the the actual scene, the fact that that's real scenery, yeah, is was impressive. And then bodies, body, bodies had Pete, Pete Davidson, Davidson. So uh, it's a dead heat. I can't choose. They're I'm choosing bad. bodies, bodies, bodies was, yeah, was marginally better. better because of Pete Davidson. All right. I see. But unpacking. So I had, right. when you were talking about some of the things you didn't believe in, yes. the one that got me the most, okay, they ended up getting the drone. So oh, yeah, I mean, the we're going to, we're going to be getting some spoilers here a little bit. They get the drone and what do they do? They put a note on it Yeah. and then they fly it to the actual location where there's people at. Now, why would, because they had phones, they were throwing down to try and get signal. Mm. Why would they not have just attached the phone to the drone? That would have been smart. And then they flew it down and it would have sent the message. That would have been so smart. Right? Why didn't they do like that? Like they were trying to show them being so intelligent about this thing. They should have put the phone the in drone. the drone and then just float the drone down to the ground so it would send. And then they could actually bring it back up to see if, if it, it actually, actually sent. sent. And then send, send it further it out. Yeah. And then brought yeah. it right back up. Or gone and ordered a sandwich and then brought it back up. Or yeah. like, how was, 
Because they should have sent the drone for some takeout. There should yeah, they should have. There was like. And then when the takeout came, they could have said, "Hey, dude, could you like call someone? We're stuck up here." Yeah, or. But first, any any one of those. First, put the food on the take on the drone so we can eat. Exactly. We need the takeout first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, I just can't believe how many unlikable people we like. And 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 maybe I I don't want this to make it sound like I'm anti-Zen. G or G Zen, like G-Zen. like Murray <laughs> has thrown out there. But it's like, wh- how, why are they making characters that you don't want to root for? I don't know. I don't. Maybe know. we're just getting old. Well, that's true. Everybody's getting but old. But I mean, this movie you're talking about, the main characters were, were social influencers. Like that's one, one was, of them was, and that's, the other one that's their career. They yeah. don't, they and the other one was they, just They don't pathetic. contribute anything to society. They don't have a job. They don't create anything. They get paid to do so it's through just, social media. Yeah, but it's, it's, not, it's not a real job. It, it shouldn't uh, be a real apparently job. Apparently it is. It shouldn't she made good money. Yeah. But anyway. But they weren't likable. So yeah, so why would you give a crap We see them? two movies. Well, maybe maybe that was the point. All right. Well, let's see. You talk about a movie that potentially... Might not make this Doesn't entire suck. episode. <laughs> uh, what do they call that? All the time. When when you're ba- do one of your baseball analogies. Are we going to be batting a thousand here? Is that is that the right term? If I, if it's perfect, then I yeah, believe it would be a, batting a thousand as far as with rages. Yes. Okay, uh, he may be uh, he may be referring to a no hitter, but no, no, I mean like like bat. He's he got it right. It's like a, a batting a thousand for the no, for the levels of rage. rage. Yeah, or else all three so, movies were no hitters. So you you missed your cue though, Mur, because for for fall. Well, yeah, but I didn't see it. Yeah, but it's still a unanimous. There we go. Still unanimous. It had to be all three of us. No, it has to be unanimous. Yes. Okay, fine. All right. Everybody Uh, that watched it. Yeah. uh, Well, on Friday, um, in the 30 degree heat, we all met up at our local art house and saw my old school. Yes. 1993, 16-year-old Brandon Lee, not the guy who died. Mm. Enrolled in a Scottish secondary prep school. What followed over the next two years became the stuff of legend. <laughs> and I'm reading the description exactly because that's pretty much all it's about. Um, this was a documentary. Yay! And Alan Cumming was not the star. What? I felt like the kids that this guy went to school with. I was duped and tricked <laughs> into thinking this was a dramatic film and I'd be seeing Alan Cumming act. Oh, you didn't oh, watch the trailer. He, he, was, he was acting. Yeah. He's glor- acting his ass he off. He was a Face glorified too. narrator. They didn't even use his voice. No. They, nope. He lip-synced to the original audio interviews. Which genius. he did amazing. Not yeah. that he didn't do a good job, but amazing. they probably could have paid someone a lot less to do that job. But why would they? Just saying, they, they didn't need to. They spent all that money. Uh, I mean, the story was interesting enough. I kept waiting for the big reveal, the huge secret of the film. When they finally told the story. I was like, eh? <laughs> I'm sure this was a huge scandal back in the day. Molsey was just a sad tale of a loser who tried to cheat the system. Um, it would have been a rage. If not for Alan coming. As it was, it was a yawn inducing meh. Hmm. Okay. I love it. Okay. Now, how was your old school? My old school was a unique documentary with a unique subject. It is a fascinating story of mother and son and the lengths they would go to achieve their goals. It goes from amusing to bizarre to creepy to ridiculous to even more creepy to even more bizarre. And along the way, we are treated to a great performance. 
in a documentary by Alan Cumming, even though he does not utter a word. The balance of interviews, animation, news footage, and audio from the subject Brandon Lee, as lip-synced by Alan Cumming, provided a unique documentary unlike any I have seen before. It is a fascinating story that had me engrossed in the unbelievable true story. This film sets up the audience perfectly, just as Brandon's classmates were set up. You are really involved in the evolution of the story as layer upon layer are revealed. Well made doc, although, and I know Jim will agree, perhaps a bit too long. But I will let Jim expand upon how long a doc should be. As put forward by our friend Oscar Harding, he had a very good point. The length sure isn't one hour and 44 minutes that this ended up being. If this was a little shorter, it could have been a lot more effective. Still, it was a very interesting and unforgettable, well-told tale that was about 25 minutes too long. It was very good. It was meh. Yeah. This is going in a different direction. Because already we're not batting a thousand. We're batting what? Uh, you got to throw the the we'll hyperbolism we'll algorithms six, in here. Six, six. So we may be batting Satan today. We'll be batting evil. Okay. Pure well, you never know. Evil. Maybe, maybe the trailer for this film. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're batting. Really, evil. really made me want to see this. Yes. Seeing Alan Cumming lip sync the voice of Brandon Lee, a.k.a. Brian McKinnon, mm-hmm. is enough to want you to run to the cinemas to see this doc. The doc was creative and original, how it used historical footage, animation, and interviews to tell an ultimate tale of identity before. theft and mystery. Yes. The doc had quite a few funny bits with the old classmates of Brian slash Brandon, and for the most part, did move along at a pretty good pace. But Talking Heads docs, no matter how creative they have to be, and how to know when they have gone over a part either too many times, or not dragging things out, Mm. especially when viewed in cinema, when it's 32 degrees Celsius, and our cinema had no air conditioning. That didn't help. No. Like, there was points they had to make two or three times. I'm not sure if it was because they were thinking we didn't yeah, get no, those they, points. Yeah, they kept replaying or if, the same interviews. Yeah, it was kind of like, okay, we, we get that. Like, you can move past that. Mm-hmm. So, as I've said before with documentaries, I had a $20 in ones on the table. Every minute that the doc goes over the magical 77, 77. perfect doc time yep. of the content is not making me want more of this doc. It means that I'm taking away dollar bills from my giant stack of ones, Mm. or in Canada, our giant stack of loonies. Needless to say, there was a few ones missing by the time I got to the end. The doc was interesting and fun and uniquely done. Didn't mean to rhyme that, but apparently I did. But it was a little draggy. And it was a little too long. Yeah. So unlike Bryce, I didn't like it a lot. I liked it. Like Murray. It was meh. There you go. That was like Oscar Harding's, like, that's the most genius thing that I've ever heard. I've ever heard a documentary filmmaker say. He's like, 77 minutes, that's a magic number. If it goes over that, it's usually too long. I have yet to watch a documentary over 90 minutes that I did like, so. There you go. It, it, It takes a lot because, like, what happens, this doc was pretty well constructed in the sense that it got you to the point and moved you along with the story so that you were kind of interested. To Murray's point a little bit, I felt like the wow factor really wasn't there. The creative factor on this was fantastic. I, I was really wowed by the fact that Alan Cumming could literally lip sync that accurately. Like It was now, an interesting story, though. It wasn't supposed to wow me. It was just this was a really interesting dude. I, I thought it would be a bigger scandal. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. It's, what, I, what he did wasn't How it big does it have right. to be? It was just oh, an interesting story. I don't um, understand. Let's go back in time to the movie we recently watched with... Um, 
Kate Blanchett and uh, Judy Dench. Oh, yes. What was the scandal on that one? That was a big scandal. A 30-something teacher had an affair with a 16-year-old boy. Now that's, that's scandalous. Scandal. Ah, they should have done the documentary on nothing. that. This nah, was this, this was good. This this was, was it was awesome. creative. This was, this and was, it was like a small town in Scotland. Like, who cares? Well, the people in Scotland did. And you know what? It It was... I would like most docs aren't as creative as this. Nope. They did it really creatively. So they kudos. Well. Well, like I said, I, it wasn't like I hated it. I mean, it, it was interesting. Just yeah, yeah. I wanted more. Like I wanted something more exciting, and it just. I so you wanted like you, Britney you, Spears. You asks. wanted the true story to be Outlandish. something else. Just, and seventy-seven not, minutes not long. Not a true yeah. story. And I less than understand. ninety minutes long. That's right. Seventy-seven minutes is what we yeah. wanted. Okay, that I understand. All right. There you go. So it was a. It was, was it was Satan revisited with oh, no. uh, 666. No, we are, we are batting 1,000. No, we were batting 666 because no. for rages, Murray. We're talking, if we would have oh, all raged yes. on this, we would have batted 1,000 in rages. I thought you meant we all agree on something, which yeah. we never what's well, that, yeah, What's we, that about? We, 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 what's that about? This is historically the only episode of our podcast that literally every movie, we all agreed on everything. All right, hit, it, hit us with it, Murr. All right. <laughs> You know, we need to create a new sound. Why? Well, because we've just now created a new thing that's never happened on our podcast. And the button may be only used once every three years as the length of our podcast has been in. But if we if we get a we show where if we actually either bat evil or or we all agree on everything that we've reviewed, ah. we have to have a special button. I don't know what it is. Like maybe the sound of orgasm, maybe it's the sound of wow or something. But you know, there, it's, this is such an anomaly to our podcast yeah. that we all agreed on everything. All right, well, we can revisit that at some point. But stay tuned, people. There will be a new sound effect that Film Rage will come yeah. up with. Yeah, we'll and if see. you've got ideas, let us know. Mm-hmm. All right, try and tend to bring it down a little bit. This is not a happy joy, joy moment. What, Murray? The, you know nods. what? Great this nods. this music just makes me want to sit by the beach I in know, Scotland. But I don't have a happy joy, joy this week. Uh oh, the Merman minute's gonna bring us down a little bit. Uh oh, it was another sad week in Hollywood. Oh yeah. There were two celebrity deaths, both very different. First. The iconic Olivia Newton-John lost her battle with cancer. After fighting through breast cancer twice, came back in her spine. She passed away at the age of 73. Now, she wasn't exactly known for her acting. No. Of course, nobody will ever forget her as Sandy in Greece. That is true. Oh, she was in Greece? John Travolta. One of my guilty pleasures is Grace you too. guys have seen. We know. That's also, but she wasn't in that. Thank God for her. Xanadu. Ugh. Yes, it was a terrible movie. See, I call Xanadu Xanadon't. But it had a great soundtrack by her. Did it? And Gene Kelly dancing. That was cool. And roller skating. Last thing I saw her in was Score, a hockey musical. Remember that? <laughs> This was a Canadian hockey musical featuring Nelly Furtado and a lot of singing yeah, and hockey. Yeah, managed to miss that one. Uh, it actually opened the 2010 Calgary International Film Festival. What? On two screens to a sold-out audience. It was a whole event back when they actually shut the whole street down. It was Holy awesome. frittatas. Um, granted, her music wasn't for everyone. I happen to like it. But she did have the voice of an angel. Like me. There you go. Okay. Uh, and then the second blonde bombshell that we lost was Anne Hesch. Yeah. This was an even sadder story. Uh, she was taken off life support after crashing her car into a house last week and declared brain dead on Friday. Um, she actually had a long battle with mental illness. Oh. So she had kind of a rough life. Um, uh, I actually fell in love with Anne on TV. When she played twins on the soap Another World in the 90s. What? Which she won an Emmy for. Hmm. Her movie credits include Donnie Brasco, Volcano, Wag the Dog, Six Days, Seven Nights, 
The ill-advised Psycho remake. That one in my, head. my personal favorite, Cedar Rapids. Mm. No matter what the project was, she was always sensational. She was only 53. Wow, so young. I know, it's just sad. That's all I got. Even when you bring the sad, you just bring joy to our hearts to remember I these like fond to be, I like to be actors. Mellow. It's been a long day. All right, you guys are up. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. so much my rage this week is a little bit twisted I want to admit I don't know who thought like I remember going to movies in the 80s with 20 year olds and you the whole scene of the slasher so stick with me on this but we have slasher films which used to be Bryce's favorite genre Uh, but you know when you went to a, a slasher film they're, every single person they put in the movie, even though they were douchey, you still cared about them. Yeah. They right? Were, they were entertaining. Yeah, they were still entertaining. They all had individual personalities that were actually even just a little bit likable. Even sometimes they'd have like a douchebag that was kind of mean, but you know, you kind of didn't like him because he was the mean guy, but you knew he had to be in the movie because it had to fill every of those pieces. No Paxton. What is going on with our films these days? We saw two... Movies with 20-year-olds in it, or people portraying 20, because I don't think Pete Davidson's yeah. 20. But no. how, they're, how they're putting 20-year-olds in, two movies we saw this week, the only movies we saw in cinema that weren't documentaries, and every one of the characters were unlikable. Like, can we have 20-year-olds that are, are likable? That's what I want. That's my rage this week. Because, mm. like, next week... We're going to see Prey with Casey, the nerdy photographer. And we know there's a few 20 years in there, and I have a feeling they're not going to be nearly as annoying as these people. That's my rage. Mm. Are you on board with this? My my rage is similar to your rage. Okay, well, let's wind. I'm just trying to wind you up. Can we get some motion out of you? There's like, oh, you you put a... He he has to wait for his music. You put a wet sponge on my testicles you've kind of just m- mushed me out is that even a word i'm now saying you're you're seeming it's mushy it, it's you're a little simi- it's similar you're a little mushy right now yeah. murray's was he mushy or am i right yeah, is he mushy? a little um, melancholy maybe it's mushy maybe. your words mushy that's what you are you know what? Said- smushy's better i like it all right My rage is films should either make me care about the characters or hate the characters. If they have me indifferent to the characters, then the writing has failed. I was indifferent to the characters in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies and Fall. Could not care less about any of them. And that is bad writing. And that is my rage. Is it just the bad writing or is it also bad direction? Like we can't just throw the writer on the bus. No, I can. I can throw. I think it's it's bad writing. Because the director should be able to pull out characters that you care for. The dialogue's the dialogue, and the actors are the. I I I don't know. I no. It's with with what they're saying. They could not have made them any more appealing. It's it's the deadly trifecta of bad writing, terrible acting, and just. But the acting wasn't. Oh, it was. It wasn't terrible. It was bad. It was just meh. Yeah. But I don't know the. Yeah, stop it. Like, no, I'm throwing the writer under the bus. All right. You can sit there and try you to... You know what? You can spread the blame around if you want, Jim, but... Who, who I am I argue? It. This is your rage. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you forget it, mister. And, and right. seeing as how you're pretty smooshy this week. Smooshy. Yeah, smooshy. 
I don't even know what that. You know what? That may be our sound. We have to find the sound Smoochy? of smoosh. Smoochy? Or we haven't started Slap Kay. Club yet. I've changed my rage. My rage yeah. is that okay. Jim won't stop saying smooshy. <laughs> okay, I forgot to bring that up. What? I thought you might have enjoyed Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Because they had they, some, they, they had a slap club. They did have slap club. Actually, they did, they I, did have I want to take back the things I liked about that movie. That was the thing I liked the most that about this. It, it motivated me to say, Bryce, we need to start up slap club. Once you move into the basement of your new place, we're starting up slap club. All right. Stay tuned, <laughs> Ragers. We're going to have some YouTube footage of our first slap club. <laughs> <I think> so. <sighs> it's coming. Rage, subsiding. Howdy, I'm Casey, the host of the Nerdy Photographer Podcast. Are you curious about photography? Perhaps you run a creative-minded business? Then you'll want to tune in to the Nerdy Photographer Podcast. Episodes feature stimulating interviews and discussions, as well as a little bit of totally useless information, all set inside the frame of a science fiction comic book adventure. So what are you waiting for? Adventure awaits. Head over to nerdyphotographer.com or find the Nerdy Photographer Podcast wherever you get your podcast. And you know, you're going to get to hear more nerdy photographer coming up because all Casey, all all episode next week, people film rage is going to be taking a little bit of a, we just got our Casey gasm on and you are going to love this episode. Now, if this is the first time you're listening to us, first off, thank you for joining us. We don't necessarily rage every week, but when we do, it's a joyful experience for all. We have a segment on our show called The Lists. And on it, we are either talking about actors and actresses or just actors as a term. We have four categories. We have the undoubted. We have the mesmerized. We have the undoubted. And we have the doubted. And the repulsive. Sorry, did I say that too many? Undoubted, mesmerized, doubted, and repulsive. Okay, that's fine. We got it. I got it right this time. Well, yeah, I'm not sure what website. (laughs) I would go. We've got the undoubted, and the doubted, the doubted, and the mesmerizing, the mesmerizing, and the repulsive, and the repulsive, because they kind of fit together. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, that was good. See, even in your smushy little voice, you made that sounding really yeah, good. Stop saying smushy. So, so, <laughs> so this week, unless unless anyone slap wants to put any, might start early. Yes, I've been waiting for slap cub for so long. My face just is missing a good slapping. So we've been working on our mesmerized list because apparently we put way too many people on it it's a long and we list. know that that can't be true and we we've seen from the last few weeks we've been removing people left right and center yep so this week we have a bit of a challenge do we we do actually because first off we were we've been brought forward boogie nights Mm-hmm. Who has William H Macy it did. versus Philip Seymour Hoffman yep. versus Philip Baker Hall? The okay. challenge we have though yep. is Philip Baker Hall is not in this for five minutes. Yeah. So unfortunately, I thought it, he was. No, he no, was not. He I, wasn't. He was not. Was it four point four four? It was no. It wasn't even close. It was pretty damn close. No, he was not in it for five minutes. I remember him in at least two scenes. So he was, but those was, me, those but scenes were only about a minute and a half. Yeah. When I timed it originally, he didn't even get to four. So, unfortunately, Philip Baker Hall is off the map. So, we are down to just two. Yes. And, Murray, did you get a chance to see it again? I've seen it like ten times. I've watched it again. Well, because you have to be right on your thoughts about who is more mesmerizing. Believe me, I remember the movie. Okay. So, do we want to write it down because three of us are this week? Uh, I don't think it matters. We can just Okay. But nobody's going to lying here i just like to say yes that i remember this movie being better than it yes, is yes i also remember <laughs> that i also remember i that. remember this being like i don't want to say a masterpiece but i was blown away by it when yeah. i first watched it and now i've watched it again and i was like what was i blown away by i mean wasn't it one of the anderson movies it's pt it's pt anderson he's, he's undoubted yeah and you know, we might have to revisit P.T. Well, Anderson. I think, I can't imagine he's this got is, back to back. I still think it was a great movie. It, yeah. It was good. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't great. Keep, keep in mind that 
Marky Mark was the lead actor. So, I mean... He did adequately in this, actually. He's adequate. That's the thing. Everybody was adequate. And I remember... The only person that I loved in this movie was Alfred Molina. Oh, no. There was someone in this I loved more than Alfred Molina. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds was... Yeah, Burt Reynolds was, was pretty awesome. good. It was the best role he ever had. Don Cheadle was also yeah. really, really good. But I thought Alfred Molina was John the best C- thing in John it. John C. was all right, too. No. The- John C. Okay. was good. Okay, so of our two, let's count it down. Now, well, okay, okay. We'll go of our two, and then I guess there's, there'll be further discussion, yes. probably. So three, two, one. Philip, Philip Seymour, Seymour Hoffman. William H. Macy. Okay. Okay, well, it was I, like it was... To me, it was like no contest. Like Nothing. every time there was a scene, it didn't matter if Philip Seymour Hoffman. He was, didn't even have to be saying. He, he anything. was saying nothing. There were yeah. scenes where Mark Wahlberg was talking and Philip Seymour Hoffman was behind him, yeah. and I was like, I couldn't take my eyes. Like I've never seen Philip Seymour Hoffman better. And I literally talked about him know, the other I week. Don't know that I'd he, say that. But no, he, he was, was. He was very good. He was incredible in this. He every single scene he was in, I couldn't look at anybody else. He would just steal the scene from anybody. Plus, yep. this is a, a complete departure from the Philip Seymour Hoffman of the like the dude who's like He's not, powerful dude guy. Yeah. He plays he plays in a lot of roles. This was such a departure. This was acting that was beyond anything that he he could have done. This was by far his best role I've seen him in. Wow. Yeah, I didn't like by him. Far. I, I liked him a lot. Well, th- but did you not like the character, or did you not like how he was doing? Either. Because the fact that he was doing this the way he was doing it when made you have emotions both about actors, him. Macy's performance to me was just, it was a lot more. I thought Macy was, was was the guy from Fargo. Yeah, it's no, it's he, he it was it was the guy. He from he, he basically it's, has that was, weasel it was little. A, it was a paint by numbers William H Mitch Macy performance. Prom. Yeah, and it was fine. And he was, he was good. He did a good job of it. I agree. Yeah. I thought he was better. All right. Well, I now, guess no now, one's leaving now for now, that. Now, unfortunately, well, I don't know. You, I don't. You, you kind of you were you you brought up Don Cheadle. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I don't think he was better than Philip Seymour Hoffman. I think that he had some great lines. Okay. So for the things. I, okay. I, so so I I do have a few things I have to say specifically about Don Cheadle in this. All right. This is high fi. Okay? Fidelity. High fidelity. You know what that means? That means it's the highest quality fidelity. fidelity yeah. High fi. These are two very important things in a stereo system. Absolutely. Or his other just as great line. Yep. It makes you it makes you freaky deaky. It does make you freaky deaky. Don Cheadle was Don golden Cheadle. in this. He was he, absolutely golden. And then he gold. puts on the country music. Yes. <laughs> but I loved his identity through the movie. He's a black oh, yeah. guy in California wearing a cowboy outfit. Yes. Yeah, the, the fact in that in the 70s. He's got to be him, man. Yeah, he was You know what? This the more I think about it, yes. You know what I thought was this was a little too long. Yeah. That's what I think it dragged out. But the character developments in this, it's so PT. Like the the, it the is. characters were so well defined and, there's, and there's, so developed. Every single character was so developed. It's, it's a good movie. It's a very good movie. I just remember it being better. That's all well, I'm because saying. it was the first time it's, it's you saw it. Yeah. yeah, it's very dated. I agree, Mer. And it's it's, you know what? You can't once you've seen a movie and been brought to a level that you've never seen up until that point yeah. of the character developments we saw, you can't, go, you can't go back from there. But when you go back and watch it and you say to yourself, okay, I've seen so many other movies past that that kind of have shown just as well, and it's a tighter film. And especially with his, like compare this to Licorice Pizza. Right. Right? It's like you can't now because, no. but at the time, you have to go think of it when you saw it the first time in cinemas and you went, holy fuck, this is blowing my mind. Yeah. Right? And in Murr's case, it was like he was having so much mergasm over his, his love, his Burt man Reynolds. crash, Burt Reynolds. Right, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, Burt Reynolds was good. He was really good. One thing would have made it better if he was driving the Trans Am. Mm, you know what? He was. Didn't he have a Corvette? Did, he had a Corvette. No, didn't he? He didn't no have that a was Corvette. the young was, Oh, that was yeah. the young Bucks. He, he was, he was, a, he was uh, the guy in the limo. Because he was rich. Oh right, he had money, money, money. All right, so nobody, money. nobody's eliminated, and uh, that's that. And so, Murr, do you have anybody? Oh, 
Do you have anybody for us this week, Mark? Um, yeah, I do. Oh, please tell. Well, since we poo-pooed all over Philip Baker Hall. Yes. I found one with Philip Baker Hall. You didn't poo-poo. And what? I guarantee you he's in it longer than five minutes. Excellent. Bad words. Oh, wow. I love bad words. Allison Janney, who I check is on our list. Allison oh. Janney is on our list. And I freaking love bad words. And they both have about the same amount of screen time. I am uh, looking forward to watching this again. That, although that little kid in bad words, he might just knock he might, everybody he out. Might, he <laughs> might actually knock everybody out. Yeah, I would. I would actually you can pronounce his name. You'll put him on the list. <laughs> I could. He was so good. Yeah, he was cute. He, he's. Oh, he oh, was he's, more than cute. He's he more was, than that cute. Was a, that is a powerhouse performance. Yeah, I want to now. I want to go back and find out what else he did. But we'll talk I, about that next. I've kind of had a Jason Bateman or uh, crush since the '80s, but. Yeah, I'm a well, big I'm a big fan of too. you know he's kind of played that pigeonhole role too. Not to mention Catherine Hahn, who is always funny. Yes, that was a good movie. Very nice. Well, mm. is there anybody else you want to put on for this week? No. On anything? Take anybody off? Anybody get repulsed by any of the actors? I think it was Mur- if it was Murray, he's it's not going to make it. But Murray might have thrown. He's not a big fan of of our crush from the first movie, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. It's oh, not yes. a Pete Davidson You're fan. right. I am not. <laughs> but I, well, he should I be on the list just on the basis of who he dated. Oh, there you go. I don't, why would I care who he dated? Saying. I don't Isn't even, he, date, I, he dates a lot I, of famous people. Uh, well, his did. most recent was one of the Kardashians. Oh, good for him. And she dumped his ass. Poor Pete. And then what's his name basically threatened to kill him. Oh. I don't There's care. Dra- There's drama around Pete name? Davidson. Kanye? Come on. Yeah. yeah Somebody. I don't care. Yeah. Just saying, and he also showed up on one of my favorite shows, and I didn't like him on that either. So what, Pete Davidson? Yeah, oh. I don't find him funny at all. I like him. He's weird. Yeah, he's weird. Anyway, all right then. I'm not sure how many times I've said it, but I will say it again. As usual, Bryce, also known as the 160-pound baby, whined about the fact that he had to go it alone. He also thought he would make a better choice and choose from our listener's dare bag. Now here's the funny part. He officially chose the lowest scoring film from IMDb to ever appear in Rage or Dare. It was a 1.9. Now that is funny. (laughs) This week, Jim gets to choose to rage or dare. But now let's check in with baby man Bryce and see if the 2008 Paris Hilton film, The Hottie and the Naughty, is as scorching as hydrogen atoms in an excited state, or will it leave us lukewarm? Hmm. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. Okay. Somebody else who contributes nothing to society. Ah, Paris taught me how to cook. Did she? Mm-hmm. She has a show. Uh, used to have a show on Netflix called "Cooking with Paris." Mm. It's awesome. Was it awesome? Oh, sorry, it's hot. Is sure. It hot? Yeah. Whatevs. Yeah. I don't. Whatevs. So, the haughty and the naughty was not the best film I've ever seen. What? The hell you say? But it's also not the worst. Although there is a tremendous about of. Um, amount of bad within its 91 minute t- runtime. Paris Hilton is a terrible actor. This cannot be debated. Everyone in this are terrible actors. This is also true, except for the two leads who did the best with the material they were given Joel David Moore as Nate Cooper and Christine Lacken as June Fig actually elevate the script. At the time, these were two young, talented actors that happened to be in a really bad movie. This movie was written so badly with lines like, a life without orgasms is like a world without flowers, or I love midget mimes. Yet somehow, Moore and Lacken made it almost watchable. Although not almost watchable enough... (laughs) to make this anything but a rage. 
I'm serious though. They these are two actors that were in a bad movie. They're at the beginning of their careers, and there is just something there that it kind of made it watchable because you're like, wow, I want to see these two in a movie that's not poorly written and not poorly acted and not poorly directed and not poorly edited. It would be nice to see that. And you know what? In the future, you do get to see them in other stuff. Yeah. And uh, especially... Um, now his name's left me. Especially Joel David Moore. He's been a very good character actor for the last 10 years. And this is kind of where it started. And It's kind of funny, hey? Like, yeah. it was like... Because even at the time, I bet this... What did we say? This actually did not too bad in the cinemas. No, it internationally. Did oh, internationally. Yeah, yes. but but it, in it North, America, in North did, America. Yeah, but in, but obviously Paris is a little bit more popular internationally than yes. she may be in her hometown. But yeah, no. I'm, as I say, watching those two was uh, it was almost entertaining. But almost. Uh, but the movie's bad, and and oh god, Paris Hilton is she is terrible. Is she, I don't even. Is she hot? Well, she never has been. I've never got that. Uh, I, I don't think that she's attractive at all. Uh, I don't want to be the judgy guy that's saying, oh, you're pretty. You're not. But she's she's not. I don't she's, so she's a naughty. She's a naughty. She's, a, she's definitely she's naughty. naughty in she's movie, definitely yeah. naughty. This sounds like it was a journey worth going on. It, uh, you know what? I, Did it deserve I its 1.9 or should it have had a 2.9? I, I think it should have been slightly higher than that. It was still a rage. So 2? Eh, 2.2. 2.2. I would have given it a 2.2 uh, out of 10. Well, see, you can't do that on IMDb. You have to give it an even number. So what is the even number? Is two, it a 2? It's 2.2. You can't do it 2.2. Oh, it's it's an a, average. It's not a 2.2. It's an average. Seven. It's, it's an average. It's a 2 or a 3. Well, I guess if it's a 2.2, it's a 2. But Rounding down. Depends on, depends on yeah, how I'm feeling that day. It might be a 3. Okay. All right. Maybe I should watch it again. I, I think I'll, I'll give I'm, you my official I'm IMDb gonna, rating. I'm but, gonna, I'll, but I'll have to watch it I'm again gonna, and take some take some more notes. Was there a part two on this? The Hottie and the Naughty 2? Two? Two? Uh, I don't believe there was. I wish there was. Huh. But Paris Hilton is not a good actress. She's a naughty. No, she, she is. She's terrible. Poor Paris. So she, sh- she taught me how to cook, though. So, so that's the important Are you part. serious? It's you that's picking this week? Yes. It's not me? I am picking, but... Okay, this is like my... the first time in like a year. Yes, it's true. Bryce is never not picked. I get it. And my pick is going to be held to a future date because we're having a special episode next week with Casey, the nerdy photographer, mm-hmm. who is going to dare us to see something for the next episode where we come back. This is all very confusing. It's very confusing. Okay, so, so stay just, tuned for the drama. I'm okay, going to pick so this. So next week, you're not going to be talking about this because it's going to be the special Casey episode. That's correct. Well, and next, the week after, we're actually going to be doing the Casey Dare. So yes. then it's going to be the week after that. That is correct. So it's going to be three weeks from now when you're actually... Nobody's going to remember. That's true. Yep. Better do but I'll have, it carved, I'll have it do carved the, in science. Do the DMs and That's the right. FGs and, and the, Casey's, the, the pictograms. And the, yeah, the, 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 the tele, stuff. The tele-whatever. Teletubbies, right, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to be teletubbying it up. There's yeah. a lot of and rages in this and bag, the tweeters the and the, the... Tweeter and the monkey man? And the... What else is it? The, in, the Insta... Insta potty, Insta potty, Insta pot. It's Insta pot. It's it's a, it's a thing. People Insta-potty cook with it, just like right. Paris. It's Insta pot. All right. On the Insta pot. The Twitter grams. That's the right. The tw- Twitter. That sounds like. Sounds sounds like a cookie, right? The Twitter grams. Yeah. Like like Teddy grams, but co- Twitter grams. So what'd you pick? I picked Where the date pick movie. It? I picked it from the dare bag. Oh. Uh, I am going to be watching date movie. Oh. Yeah, I am. That's not. All right. I don't think that's bad enough. It's well, pretty bad. Well, I don't know. It's a parody of date movies. Yeah, so those movies are going to be. And you know how much Jim loves his rom-coms. I, I do love the rom-coms. He's making fun of the rom-coms. Yeah, it well, is kind of. Just well. like Jim does. I do that. So and it's probably like custom made I, for you. I may actually give this one a Mondo. It's probably the there best you movie you're going to see all could, year. Could possibly be. be. So I will be watching date movie in a coming episode. Don't you... 
worry, my friends. I might find it on TV. I might watch it too. Oh, well, have Murray over. We'll have a popcorn Everybody party. Buddy, watch date movie. That's right. For me. me and, Murray and I will have a date. And Bryce is going to watch Audio the Naughty again. 2.0. I might. Maybe. That's possible. Sounds like a fun time. Yeah, you know what? It wasn't that bad. This has been a fun time. I can tell you that. Well, thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks, the extended Film Rage family, who you can find in our show notes. Thanks to the fantastic, fabulous, and super awesome Casey from The Nerdy Photographer, the voice of Rage or Dare. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and Public. We are always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners. So please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, you want to make us rage please 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 that's it for this week rage on rage on